or night, you've tuned into the podcast that you need in your life. I'm your host, Mo, and welcome to the Mean Girls 1821 Experience. But you know it as a podcast where we mean what we say, say what we mean, and we do it all within three to five minutes-ish. Why? That ish represents the Holy Spirit, and we're always going to lean into the Holy Spirit so he can do what he needs to do. Amen? Amen. Nevertheless, you know the deal, you know the drill. Honor yourself. Let me tell you, every week, this statement remains true. Life be life in an adulting is ghetto. So if you took one progressive step today, that's better than no steps at all because the rest of us are literally just trying to make it second by second. Now, the premise of this podcast is true. So each and every Friday via my YouTube channel and or listening to your podcast app, I'm going to encourage you to do three things. Number one, show up fully because those that mind don't matter and those that matter don't mind. To walk with integrity and last but not least to reflect because beloved, sometimes the issue is you. Now, if you find yourself trying to live out those principles and need a little bit more support, I've got news for you. I do have an e-course. That's right, a six-session, three-module e-course entitled The Mean Girl Gang that can help you live out this Mean Girl's 1821 life. You can change your world by changing your words because the world that you seek starts with the words you speak. And sometimes the word in isolation, in isolation, excuse me, is just not enough. So enroll in the Mean Girl Gang academic course at www.meangirls1821.com. Well, the cat's out the bag. I quit my job. That's right. I quit my job. I believe my last day was October 24th. Now, many of you that have been following me know that I just got this job January of this year. And so um, it was a difficult decision for me, but I knew that the environment that I was in was no longer conducive for my personal growth, my mental health, and for me as a person. A little backstory, I was hired by one principal in January, but that principal got moved. This new principal came in August, and for lack of better words, they just didn't like me. Everything I did was a problem. Every suggestion that I provided wasn't good enough. It didn't align. She was condescending and the like. And I just knew that over time, this would affect my career. One thing about education is you're evaluated. And so I came to this school highly referred with high references. And so if you have a boss that doesn't really want you there, they probably will do everything in their power to make sure you're no longer qualified for this higher position. And it was very clear that she did not want me there. So much so to bring in another person to do my job in front of my face. And at that time, I knew it was time for me to go. And so with a lot of prayer and support from my family, I put in my one week resignation and I was out October 24th. So the job search began. Now, normally when I've transitioned from other jobs, I've always had another job lined up. But in this case, because there is a teacher shortage, you have to be approved by your current principal to get a new job. So the only way I could move on would be to resign first. So that's what I did applied for jobs, and I was led to apply for jobs that were a little bit higher than my current position. I was uh, serving as a content area specialist or math and science coach. 
but there were dean positions available. So I applied, I applied, and I didn't get a call back. And so I just believed that, hey, maybe I need to do a little bit more development and training, which is fine because I've never been a dean before. And so I went to one school in particular and I interviewed and our energy just matched, the vibe matched, what they were looking for, I had already had experience in. And so I sent a follow-up email saying, thank you so much for the interview and I hope I get to work with you someday. They replied, thank you so much. Once we finish all the interviews and check references, we will give you a call. I didn't get a call back, but I saw that another position at that school was available. And because I loved that school culture so much, I applied. So after I applied for the position, I sent an email to that principal and I said, I didn't get a call back, but I really love your school culture. I may not be the best fit for the student manager position or dean position, but I see that you have a vacancy for an instructional coach and I would love the opportunity to come in and interview for that position. They give me the interview. So I go in the interview and they begin to ask me questions. In fact, they only ask me one question and I answer it and they stop me. And the principal says, you know, I called your references from your previous interview and your hiring principal who hired you in January said such great things about you, about how you're so great with kids. She was raving about how amazing you are. But the principal that's currently at your old school spoke so negatively about you. Now keep in mind, before I left my old school, they made a point to tell me to let them know if I needed references. Back to the story, that, that, there's a word in that, back to the story. And so the principal keeps talking and as she tells me about how my former principal that I just resigned from was bashing me, my heart sank and I was prepared to defend myself, but I was never given the opportunity. She continues to say, something about that is off though. I can tell something is weird and I've worked with both of them before. A situation happened there. And my gut is telling me that I don't need to give you the instructional coaching position. I need to give you the dean position because I need someone who is good with kids. And if you're willing to take the offer, I would love to give you the position today. And I willingly accepted the position as student service manager or dean for an elementary school. Now, there are a couple of things that this experience confirmed for me. Number one, stepping out on faith. Is scary, but it's worth it. When you trust the Lord, you have to believe his plan for your life. Number two, something I say often, what they are saying will never stop what God is doing. The reason why that works is point number three, because your fruit will speak for you. Because I had such a good reference with someone I worked longer with, my fruit outweighed those that were speaking against me. If you don't think that people are praying against your downfall, they are. It explains why nobody else called me back because there were people literally praying against my downfall. And number four, resist the urge to be petty. I said it most recently in a post on my Instagram um, page that petty has something to prove. Secure does not. 
imagine before I resigned, if I went in there trying to get my lift back every time. Instead, I was quiet and let her have it. Because when you leave with grace, your fruit will continue to speak for you. I pray that this experience blessed you. I pray that it reminds you of the faithfulness of God. And I pray that you always remember that what they are saying will never stop what God is doing. I love you. Mean it. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Mean Girls 1821 podcast with me, your host, Mo. Tune in each and every Friday for a fresh episode exclusively found on my YouTube channel or using the podcast app. And always remember, words have power. So whenever you speak, mean what you say and say what you mean. Take care.